The end of the 22nd century BC, King Yonama inaugurated in southern Mesopotamia the so-called Third Dynasty of Yul, 2110-2003 BC. In this period, a large, well-structured and organized state was built up, to such an extent that it has been considered by many a true empire. Its architect was Ulji, who reorganized the administration of the state, introduced a new tax system, and launched an ambitious policy of territorial expansion. The consequence was the production of an enormous mass of written documentation, unearthed from private and official archives found in Sumerian cities, that makes this century the best documented in the history of ancient Mesopotamia. Most of these texts were legally or illegally excavated during the last decade of the 19th century and the first half of the 20th century. Century, while many others were found and sold by looters during the aftermath of the Gulf Wars in 1991 and 2003. It is estimated that some 120,000 administrative cuneiform tablets, plus an indeterminate number of other documents stored in the Iraq Museum, are currently kept in collections all over the world. Some 96,000 of them are catalogued in BDTNS2, 64,500 have been published in hand copy, photo, transliteration and or translation, 16,500 have been published only through their cataloging data, and 15,000 remain unpublished including images of unpublished unassigned tablets in CDLI. This material constitutes the largest corpus of cuneiform texts for any period in the history of ancient Mesopotamia. Unfortunately, the immense majority of them were not excavated legitimately, so that essential information conveyed by their archaeological context has been lost forever. On the other hand, by their actions, looters and dealers have provoked the dispersion of the corpus in hundreds of small and large collections, which complicates the identification of the provenance of the tablets and the reconstruction of their archival relationships. Taken globally, your three texts can be found today in at least 758 collections in 40 different countries. Considered individually, the dispersion of some of the archives is also striking. The Provincial Archive of Gersu, which was in part officially excavated, is split up into at least 214 different collections, the archives of Umar and Puzradag, which on the contrary were never excavated by. Archaeologists, except for a few recent campaigns, are dispersed in at least 483 and 411 different collections respectively. Other cases showing different distribution depending on the circumstances of the acquisition of the documents, are those of G.A.R. Anna and Iris Agrig, sites with a similar corpus of preserved documents which are dispersed in at least 21 and 52 collections respectively. In general, today cuneiform texts from almost every site are still being sold and resold in galleries and auction houses. These written documents are for the most part cuneiform tablets. Their size and length are variable, from texts of one or two lines, to others much longer, as for example MVN 15, 390, the longest your three texts known at present, with 1,663 lines. Most common your three tablets have 5 to 15 lines and are 5 to 4 centimeters long wide, although there are of course hundreds of much longer documents. Many of them, about one-third of the administrative documents, were sealed. A seal impression was the result of rolling a cylinder seal over the surface of the tablet. With it, the owner of the seal acknowledged the contents of the document. Sealing was thus typically made on receipts, which are today preserved in large quantities as testimonies of transactions made within public institutions, but also in other kinds of documents that will be described below. Seals were also impressed on envelopes, of which more than 3,000 are currently preserved, that sometimes wrap the tablets, 
which in turn were usually ruled and unsealed. As most of the envelopes had been broken in antiquity, and also in modern times by dealers it is difficult to ascertain how many of the preserved unsealed tablets could actually have been sealed in their envelopes, except for some tablets with breaks on the corner that suggest they were encased for, lost envelopes and the lack of systematic studies for a large part of your three documents eventually make it difficult to understand why a text was always not sealed, beyond the obvious fact that for example inventories or other kinds of lists did not need to be sealed. The way tablets were classified and archived has been studied for certain groups of texts. The role played here by the so-called labels, or Pisic Duba texts, is essential. These were tablets with holes through which cords passed to attach them to a container, PISAG, DUB, BA tablet container. They summarized the contents of the tablets kept in the container, and also recorded the periods of time to which those tablets were related. The fact that those periods could be of one or more years indicates that the containers were periodically revised and reorganized, denoting the existence of long-term archival procedures that are discussed below. The vast majority of your three tablets were written in the Sumerian language. Only about 100 texts, virtually all of them from northern and middle Babylonia, were written in Akkadian. In accordance with a predominantly Sumerian-speaking population, Sumerian was in fact the sole language used in administration in southern Mesopotamia during the Yor-3 period, including the state archives of Pusradag. Akkadian could be sporadically preferred in the area of Nippur, for example in Irizagrig, and further north when writing letters, sale and loan documents, or other kinds of legal text. Not unexpectedly. Expectedly, in a large corpus composed of documents from several different places and environments, terminology, lexicon and formulas are very rich and diverse. Short receipts or asyntactic lists coexist with complex legal documents, letters or long-balanced accounts. In general, a simple administrative text does not follow the usual Sumerian syntax. Instead, it it records as the reason why the text was written which syntactically would correspond to the absolutive in a Sumerian sentence, typically transferred countable objects or units, people, animals, objects, commodities, workdays, with numerals and measures written before the count noun. A more detailed description of the count noun or an explanation on its provenance, destination or the purpose of the transfer could follow, now using other noun phrases, finite and non-finite clauses, or adverbial clauses. Thus, the deliverer, one of the participants in the transfer, was usually expressed through the idiom ki personal name, ta from pn. Other participants were the receiver, eventually marked with the ergative case, and different types of overseers, conveyors or authoritative persons, ugula, giri3, makim, etc. The date, which in its most complete form included the day, the month and the year name, could close the text. Some examples of different types of text will be presented below. In all your three administrative texts, numbers and measures obviously play a fundamental role. Already in his law collection, Nyonama boasted about the introduction of a fair metrology, which largely followed Sargonic traditions. And in fact weights and measures were consistently used with the same standards in virtually all the or three texts, though based on different usages of computation measuring and counting followed the so-called sexagesimal system, which had its roots in the archaic period. It was based on a sexagesimal structure and an additive principle, and consisted of series of numerals alternating the factors 10 and 6. 
The different orders of magnitude were indicated by the shape of the signs or by special words thus. Countable objects were noted the measure systems combined specific words and different shapes of sign. In these cases, either the sign was replicated, or the sequence for countable objects was followed, particularly for GIN, SILA, GUR, SAR, weight and length measures, until the higher measurement unit was reached. The distinctive feature of your three administrative practice was the regular dating of tablets through a system that combined local and state calendars. In the preceding periods, months were named according to local calendars, an usage that continued with the third dynasty of Yore, although now the calendar in use at Yore was also followed in other archives managed by or bound to the royal administration, such as those of Pusradag. A real difference with former periods was the acceptance of a common dating system with year names throughout the Yore three state. Years were thus called after the same remarkable event in all royal, provincial, local and private administrations. This procedure had already been applied during the Sargonic period, but its use was then much more limited. The dissemination of such a dating system over a vast area during the Yore three period is important for various reasons. It reveals the duration and range of influence of the Yore three state, both in administrative and political terms. Note, for example, that a text found at Tel Brusti, close to Tel Shemshra, at a distance of almost 600 kilometers from Yor as the crow flies, was dated with a year name of Ibisun, the fifth and last king of the dynasty. It is also assumed that the last dated tablets with official state year names in a given city mark the end of its political dependence from the Yor three state organization. Thus, dated texts from the state archives of Pusradag belong to Ibisun's third regnal year, IS3, the last texts from Garana and Irizagrig, also royal settlements, are dated to IS-4, and shortly after, the archives of Amma and Gersu, IS-5, and Nippa, IS-7 or IS-8, separated from the state organization. Logically, the capital of the state, Yor, was the place where the archives remained longest in use. The final dated texts belong to IS-23. The names of the years recalled important events related to the territorial policy of the Yor Third Kings, military expeditions against this or that city, etc., the political life, coronation of kings, the state internal organization, foundation of the Pusradag complex, recruiting of an army, religious events, appointing priests, or building works, erection of the Ara temple, the wall against the Amorites, etc. These designation, designations obviously belong to the sphere of the royal propaganda, but provide interesting information that can be contrasted with other sources. Texts dated with year names allow the establishment of an internal chronology of tablets, the reconstruction of their archival relationships and, consequently, diachronic and synchronic studies on economy, religion, administration, or the political history of the Yor three state. The Yor three dynasty ruled during some 100 years, but the cuneiform tablets so far preserved are unevenly distributed within this span of time. An administrative reorganization took place by the middle of Olgius reign, the second monarch of the dynasty, and in his 39th regnal year, the Pusradag complex was founded. These were significant changes that boosted the production of administrative tablets, to an extent that 90% of them are concentrated between the final years of Olgius reign and the 8th regnal year of Ibisun, i.e. in about one-third of the whole duration of the dynasty. A characteristic feature of year names in their abbreviated form is that they can be ambiguous, i.e. they can potentially designate two, or even more, different years. Thus, for example, the 45th year of Olgi, 45, and the second year of Amasun, AS2, 
respectively named Mu Dul Jia Yor Bai Lumki Lulubuki Saimuayu Omki Yukara Haki Wan Sag by Yubara Ira, year in which Ulji smashed the heads of Abilam, Lulubam, Samaram and Kaha in a single campaign, and Mu Diamadsun Yor Bai Lumki Muhol, year in which Amasun destroyed Erbalam, were abbreviated as Mu Yor Bai Lumki Ba Hol, year in which Erbalam was destroyed. This ambiguity could be taken as an argument against the archival coexistence of tablets bearing these year names, but it is probable that they are only ambiguous to modern scholars, not to ancient archivists, a fact that is being shown by close analysis of at least some text groups. It is thus now clear, for example, that only certain archives used certain abbreviated forms of year names, which did not conflict with the same form known today for a different year but not all the texts were dated by year that depended on the scope of the archives to which they belonged. For example, most of the messenger texts from Gersu were not dated with year names, thus suggesting that they were not intended to be kept through the years, or at least that they were not periodically reorganized in containers with other texts dated to different years. Likewise, letter orders were rarely dated, which speaks in favor of their immediacy and of the different conditions of archive keeping in antiquity. The identification and the life of the archives is thus an important issue that is being slowly disentangled, given the mass of documentation and the almost inexistent information about its provenance. These constraints have frequently brought confusion about what is intended by archive. Salaberger's description is in our view a good starting point. Ulls Archive Bezeichnen were hired die AUS Einer Institution Stammenden. Text, one das were damit sage and content. SIE Sion in der Antike Unbedingten Einemort Aufbewort Worden. An archivist aber nicht einer meinen Personenemen oder ein Thema zu Samengestellte Textgrub oder Dossier. It will be seen below. A large number of your three tablets can be classified in large and coherent groups not only on the basis of their contents, but also of their archival relationships. This means that they once belonged to a closed and well-organized archive, comprising documents selected for long-term preservation. Whether or not the documents were considered as living archives is a different question, largely depending on their identification and the circumstances of the finding. At present, 27 sites have been identified as the provenance of your three administrative texts, in brackets, the number of the texts ascribed to that provenance considered as doubtful, Adab, Adab, Tel Bismaya 116 texts, 16, Awal, Tel Al-Sulaima 3, Eusun, Aradgu Archive, Tel Abdulin, close to Nippa 215, 4, Inanna, Tel Asmar 156, Garana, east of Arma Province 1507, 20, Gasa, Jorgen Teep 1, Gersu, Tel 26619, 692, Iris Agrig, Adams 1056, close to Nippa 1148, 50, Isin, in Barrett 4, Ki, Tel Waimir 6, Kisera, Tel Abayab 4, Lager, Tel Oliba 2, Marie, Tel I8, 2, Nippa, Tel Nuffa 3697, 35, Puzradag, Tel Drim 15647, 125, SI.A Archive, Uncertain Prove 80, Sipar, Tel Ab Abba 3, Sipamnum, Tel Eddia 1, Yurupag, Tel Fra 3, Scissor, 75, Tel Olwilaya, Ancient Dabram, 18, Tel Brusti, close to Shemshur 1, Tel in Miziad, 50, Tramil Archive, from Irizagrig, 59, Amma, Tel OA 29940, 360, Yor, 
Tell me KG 4297, 20, Yuruk, Walker 21, 2.